Hello, you are listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 124, Tumbles and Towels. Well, well, well. This episode was recorded a couple of weeks ago as part of our normal schedule where we record two weeks before we upload. Uh, We then put in a little bonus episode last week instead. So this is now three weeks old, and my goodness, how is it dated now? Um, There are references to going out. There's a casual reference to how I could go to the supermarket. Um, Yeah, which we're now not doing. Uh, We'll be back with more topical references soon. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and Jessica's Jessica's Day of Fun. Hello. Hello. Twice in a fortnight, that's impressive. I know, like, on schedule. My first bit of notes just says, two weeks, baby! Um, see, last week I had nothing to say because there was too much to say. And this week I have nothing to say because there's too little to say. No no time has passed. I've done We've had things. two storms since then. Uh, so that's, you know, something. Right. We've had, yeah, two storms and it's raining today. This isn't... Is this the end of Storm it Dennis is. or is this a new just rain? I'm not sure. I feel like we're going to burn through a lot of our names for the next na- storm name section. Yeah, but I think I I saw I was watching a clip of the last leg the other day, and um, apparently storm naming um, uh, like rights or entitlement or whatever the correct way of set putting it would be um, is divided between like four different um, groups, like meteorological groups. Oh. Dara O'Brien was explaining it, and I've forgotten what he said, but basically, uh, the Republic of Ireland gets to name like a quarter of them. So he's like, "We're easing you in gently with <laughs> with Kara, and uh, we're just going to ramp up until it gets to the point where no one can pronounce them." Fantastic. <laughs> well, this is the thing: is that I don't take the phrase "Storm Dennis." Also, it was Dennis who won it, so I didn't even know what was going on there. Uh, seriously, I know that there's this thing where they people in the US when the storm has a female name they're like it'll be fine and they die in a snowstorm but um Dennis what an unusual thing to do yeah Dennis is not it's a not funny a name person. so next we're going to be called except for like Ethel. except except for like Dennis the Menace but Dennis the Menace in both iterations is a dumb child uh, is, is ultimately just an annoying child um because it's another rainy old day because i've been editing the last episode and it's we were saying oh it's a storm day i'm gonna stay home and today i'm like it's the storm day i've gotta go to work oh nightmare i've been uh i've been off with the illness this week and i know that for me saying i'm ill is a bit like a fish saying i'm a bit moist but um (laughs) i was gonna say the word moist there um uh, a bit bit damp was what i was aiming for but um i got muggle illness and then it's it's caused my my old my old issues. That's what <laughs> you're, you're wizarding. My wizarding illness to um, I don't know what's going on, but I, on Thursday I was really grumpy, and I was like, "Why am I so grumpy? Why have I kind of in a bad mood?" At the end of the day, I went, "I've got a cold." <laughs> but it, it started. <laughs> oh, that's why. It's, it started as clinical depression, which is very weird for the common cold. <laughs> and be like, "Are you sniffly?" No, I just hate everyone. I've got I've got ennui um, and uh, I can't find my joie de vivre. I think I might have left it with my rosy. <laughs> um, uh, so I took a day off work for, for Friday and then and then I went to work on Saturday and I was okay in the morning. And I felt great at lunchtime and then the afternoon happened and um, I took the afternoon I took a lot of cold and flu medication at work. Terrible. Um, do not use heavy machinery. Do not be left in charge of a small ha- local haberdashery. Um, uh, great times. And then yesterday, I did an out. That's nice for a Sunday. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to really embrace like having a proper Sunday. Oh, Sunday is the best day of the week. It takes a surprising amount of work. Well, um, I think a lot about the episode of um, Hancock's Half Hour, where it's Sunday and they're all miserable. Because there's nothing to do on a Sunday. Now, admittedly, they didn't have high-speed broadband. Um, That's true. So, cause... and the the uh, the comedy of Hancock's Half Hour is often derived from the fact that they're miserable about something. But um, I think Sunday is the best day of the week. Clean, clean linens. Um... <laughs> 
can I add to the um yeah the 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 trium the trium vitae trium vitae well, so triumvirate triumvirate but yeah. I like trium vitae. <laughs> I don't know what word I was going for there. Well, I do. I know what word I was going for. Anyway, the uh, the holy trinity of um, clean sheets, clean pajamas, clean you, clean me. Yeah. Obviously, shower most days, but Sunday is big like, shower. Sunday is big shower. Day, like clean hair, exfoliate. You know, it's all great. Uh, can I add into that also clean towel and clean bath mat? Oh yeah, I there always like a little a plus well. a plus a plus one. Well, I try and change my sheets every week. It takes a lot of work to get your laundry done, especially when oh, I live I in a shared house and it's winter. It'll be better when you can dry things faster. Yes. I um, I was talking about this with someone at work the other day and um, we were just saying both of us just always have a clothes horse up. Like It's a permanent piece of just furniture. Always a clothes horse up. I actually have two clothes horses, horse eye, which is good for drying sheets because then you can do your pillowcases on one mm. and then you can drape the duvet case cover over over top. I live around the corner from a proper laundrette. There's a cat Ooh, that fancy. lives there. It's great and you can that they have um tumbles so I can go in if necessary, give a quick tumble to a towel. Yes, fair, fair. Episode one hundred and twenty four tumbles and towels. There we go, don't have to record <laughs> it later. Woohoo <laughs> Yeah, Sunday, best day I eat uh, my favourite uh, meal is nursery tea. Sometimes I put that on my meal plan. It means I'm having toast. It means I'm having scrambles. Genius. I'm having porridge. You know, something soft that you would give to an invalid at the start of the 20th century. Yeah, or uh, uh, or I believe still at the start of the 20th century, um, just a- anyone under the age of 12, because it was believed that they, could, they couldn't handle solid food. Yeah. So they would have to sit in the kitchen and eat, like, rice pudding. Best day of the week. Boxing day, best day of the year. Well, you know why? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything on a Sunday. You can say... I, you know, this is the thing of me being um, not believing in God, but being very, very secularly religious. <laughs> so I believe that yeah, Sunday, I can't do anything. It's the Lord's Day. Routine based. <sighs> and the, as I was saying yesterday, the nice thing about Sunday is if you are at a loose end, uh, you can just watch Midsummer Murders. Yes. Just pop the telly on, there'll be some Midsummer Murders. Uh, every so often they punctuate it with an old Poirot. Which is fine. Very fine. Um, I will yep. say I am jealous of Americans who have it as a box set streaming. Whereas we can only watch recent episodes on catch up. It's weird how obviously yeah. I can I always have access if I want to Murder She Wrote and Midsummer Murders because it's on ITV three constantly. Just pop, yeah, pop it on. But there is a difference between going. I'm just going to watch the next episode in my rewatch, no adverts, anytime I like. Also, you never. It is very rare that you see the beginning of an episode watching it in this manner. Never. You don't know what series you're going to get, what episode you're going to get, which configuration of detectives it's going to be. Um, John Nettles' era, obviously better. Yeah. No offence to the new lot. Nettles is battles. Exactly. Yeah. The I think the I the the best section is like the the like the later Troy episodes. So it's like the beginning, but not. Oh, the very I beginning. watched the first couple of episodes of Midsummer Murders when I was staying in Boston with Margaret H. Williston, uh, because I had just flown to America. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I want to watch something. I know. I'll start the Acorn streaming app and watch when some murders on from the beginning. Because if I fall asleep, it didn't matter. First two episodes have strong themes of incest. Very strange. Oh, yeah, they do. And you're yeah. like, the killing is at Badger's Drift. Yeah, and that's incest. And the second one has a, 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 a frisson of incestuousness to it. And you're like, this is a weird <laughs> theme. You, you'd want to lean away from that in episode two, lest people <laughs> think this is a recurrent <laughs> theme. I'd be like, Joel, we don't want anything to do with in episode two incest surprise there's some in here and also quite a lot of um lovely mid to late 90s homophobia from troy who's oh yeah a man with an earring so pot kettle camp sir and curtains if i remember correctly um yeah it's some choices uh yeah so so um yeah later era troy but obviously uh john nettles i watched one last week because i this is what I, i have done something is I went to the Midlands. <laughs> I went. <laughs> I just roamed about. Uh, I was. Uh, I went to a trade show for the haberdashery trade in Birmingham on Monday, but um, to, I split the journey by staying with my very good friend slash employee, <laughs> Faith, uh, and her mum in a village outside Rugby. And on Sunday night, having visited some alpacas, I was quite tired, and I said, "We well, Faith said, well, let's put something on the telly.'" And that involved making a decision, 
and I had just watched the end of an episode of Poirot and I said, oh look, Midsummer Murders is about to start. And I said, do you mind watching Midsummer Murders? And she was like, I don't really mind. And then I brought up the information and it said a man was going to be boiled to death in a vat of beer and I said, I'm very sorry, we have to watch this episode of Midsummer Murders. <laughs> and it was the first episode of series 20 and she didn't know they still made oh, Midsummer wow. Murders. It, it was new. That's like, that's this year. Right, it was the it was the most recent series. And how do I know that? Uh, I guessed who was going to be the murderer. How? They were the most famous actor most, in it. Most famous person Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I didn't say that. And then in the end, I said, I wish I'd said this, because now it looks like I'm just saying, and I actually guessed that. Uh, the uh, the one I watched the other day, uh, which was a new one, uh, the most famous person, or the person I had I, I was most familiar with, couldn't have been the murderer, because he got deaded halfway through it. Oh. So Hugh Dennis hit over the head and then left with some broken structures. That's because Midsummer Murders has my favourite thing, because it is, what, a 90-minute murder show, which means you get, what, a second death. Oh, and if you're doing really well, sometimes a third. That's why I really like that Christmas episode so much, which for ages felt like the only one I'd seen in its entirety, where oh, somebody's get the, murdered the f- and then she insists on still going on a Boxing Day shoot and uh, gun backfire. <laughs> Obviously, more people then die. And it has, yeah, it has like a flashback and it has the, the dog with the tinsel around its neck. And in, you can tell it's a flashback because, the, because uh, the, the dog that ran out to greet them at the beginning runs out and it's a puppy. Like, oh, we're in the past. It's the 80s now. And the children are small. The puppy had big shoulder pads. It had to take its earrings off to use the phone. It's a whole big thing. I have to do that at work sometimes. It's because my earrings are often on a pointy, not a hook. I see. Yes, yes, yes. So you stab it. Stab it. That Christmas episode has got about six murders in it. It has. It's it's, It's a truly great episode. It's not Harriet Walter, but it's someone who's a bit like Harriet Walter. What in the in that? Who gets? Who insists? Everyone says, "Let's not go on the Boxing Day shoot." People have been murdered, and she's like, "Yes, I will go on the Boxing Day shoot." And then she dies, and was like, "Well, to be honest, you got no one else to blame, have you?" Yep, we have uh, hoisted by your own. Uh, speaking of of enjoyable murders, um, I've begun this year's rewatch of Miss Fisher. <gasps> Very enjoyable. I realise I've mainly watched series one, so I've started series two yesterday. Watched two episodes. One of which I couldn't remember who done it, but the second one I didn't even remember, so I didn't remember oh, could work. who. Well, I sort of guessed who done it, but not. Yeah, didn't remember. I was like, I've got no, no idea what's happening here. Um, I to tell you what, I also I have started watching now, which is uh, Ms. Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries. That's uh, mod and capital mod because it's the sixties. Lower case urn. Uh great fun. The only downside to it is uh the episodes are ninety minutes long. Or they were when they were broadcast in Australia. When they're broadcast here they're split into two, so you get two uh forty five minute episodes, which means you have to wait and so I'm watching it on catch up. So I'm watching it basically like old fashioned television. It doesn't stream. You have to wait a full week to watch the next episode, which when it's not a comp- it's, it's not just oh I enjoyed that I'm looking forward to the next one it's that uh, I've got to wait a week to find out who done it it's very stressful yes that is quite nightmarish oh but it's great fun though what I really like is they've done um, a lot of the tech they use feels like uh, stuff that was imagined in the 60s not from the 60s so it feels like uh, you're watching the Avengers or that kind of level of like technology. Like, she has some little gadgets and stuff. She's got, like, a necklace that takes pictures. Every, every week, she appears to have some other, like, ga- gadget that one of the other characters has made her. And often it's not mentioned or explained. She just has a necklace that takes pictures or a compact that does something. And it's, it's yeah, good fun. Um, and the, the detective is called Jay Steed in a little nod to the Avengers. Oh, uh, yes. Which is sweet. So when I was in a little village outside rugby, I saw two sets of alpacas. Fabulous. And they were very good. I went to a yarn shop and teaching place where the first thing that happens when you walk in is they say, hey, teas or coffees? And I said, oh my God. I'd like a coffee, please. And it was free if you purchased something. Uh, had a lovely nap. Uh, watched some murder mysteries. I love murder programs, but fictional. I'm not a true crime buff. I'm not a true... No, I just... It's not that interesting to me. Happy to read about them on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Um, Sometimes you've got to control the knowledge by reading it and going like, I know about this. It's fine. And also, when you watch um, fictional stuff, you know it's going to be solved. Not in a kind of justice sort of way, or that is pleasing, but just in a, a payoff. Narrative rhythm. Kind of way. 
like I know that this will draw to a close and all of my questions would have been but like uh, maybe um, is nice. two episodes out of every say season of elementary isn't really a procedural it's about like the, or it's about like the, the yeah. B-list characters personal lives oh I don't care oh uh, yeah. I don't care I want Joan in a tie I want uh, <laughs> I want Sherlock uh, solving a mystery wearing a scarf wrong I just I just want I want them to pick a theme and they'll be like this week's theme is steampunks let's let's look at a steampunk <laughs> murder and they'll be like this week roll a derby yeah. they'll be like he was impaled uh, on this and there's a thumbprint on their goggles oh um, that is mine Castle does that the late stage Castle is a very bad program um, apparently the two stars hated each other yes I, I have heard that love some gossip so that's kind of what I've done for my last two weeks some alpaca some TV murders. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah, same. Minus the alpacas. I've like, you know, been to lectures and stuff as well. Oh yeah, I also just like ran a shop. You know, done sort of general life stuff. It's been wet, so I've not gone out. No. To brownies. Uh, I also had a cold. You did. Oh yeah. Even though DSs do don't well. get sick. You do <sighs> not. Do well you do cold. not like a cold. I mean, no one likes a cold. I do not like a cold. But um, I can. To, look, to me, a cold is a chance to show off my skills. <laughs> you show me a cold, I'm like, walk in the park, baby. I had chronic illness for five, six years. Uh, and like, you're a cold. I'm like, oh, uh, a short, self-limiting virus I can deal with. Oh, thank you very much. Time to shine. This is what I've been training right, for. Right, exactly. So I get a cold. I'm like, we're going to need LEMSIP. We're going to need Balsams. We're going to need a new television program. Nobody speak to me. Well, that sounds ideal. Not ideal to have a cult, but you know. <sighs> the best bit is when you uh, you reach like the the last day where you're uh, too ill to reasonably do anything. You know that the correct place for you to be is on the sofa, but you're well enough to enjoy right. it. Right, because on Thursday, Friday, Friday when I had a day off, I just fell asleep in the middle of the afternoon. I was like, I've wasted perfect resting time that I could have, you know, you want to be awake to like, you want to do something like I'm gonna I'm gonna binge watch this box set and eat some soup. You don't want to be like I'm gonna watch YouTube aimlessly and I'm maybe gonna eat toast. That's no fun. Nice. I, I could I could literally write a book about how to be how to be ill. Excuse me. How to be ill. Write this so write this down. Contact legal. I actually I actually have genu genuinely think you should do. Yeah, this. true, absolutely. But also I have actually written a book not oh, yeah. on this subject. I don't know. I got a book coming out in August. I that's people that till till this week, I didn't know when it was coming out. People would say when it's coming out and I was like the the autumn. Turns out it's August the sixth. Yeah, sometime. Uh uh how did I find this out? Did my did my publisher email me? No, I Googled it. <laughs> I aimlessly was like, Oh I wonder if there's any news on like is my book on their website? It is. It's pre orderable. You can pre order it on Amazon, but don't do that. You can pre order it from my shop. And I will put the link in the description. And I've written a book about how to knit. And it's got 16 projects in. And also a guide on how to knit. And several pictures of my face. Very nice. Yeah. It's quite good. Anyway, yeah, it's called You'll Be Able to Knit by the end of this book. It comes out on August the 6th and September in America. And it's got my name on the front, which is hilarious. Not because my name is hilarious, <laughs> but I'm like, ah, I've written a book. Oh, let's do a song from you. Uh, yes, my song is Must Have Done Something Good by Rosalie by, no, by by and Isles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my song is Must Have Done Something Good by Reliant K. Okay. It's, uh, it is good. I heard a bit of it. You enjoyed the bit, yeah, you enjoyed the bit that was playing when Skype opened? Yes, I did. I was merely confused because I thought, does she know she's playing music? <laughs> I did, yes. Let's do a main feature for a change yes we don't have a i don't know what we're calling this because it's not a late review it's timely ish definitely review definitely not yeah time yeah yeah <laughs> timely ish review um that was beautiful thank you well we saw this trailer on the internet uh, a couple of months ago and thought it looked great and then it came out and jessica said she'd seen it and i was like oh i didn't know it was in cinemas turns out it's not in cinemas it's on amazon prime video <laughs> oh it makes it for very easy viewing um, obviously don't have Amazon. Don't have Amazon, uh, but Prime maybe terrible, maybe have but... a sister who lets you log into her Prime account. <clears throat> yeah, correct. Oh, I'll tell you something that I did in the interim between uh, not 
this was previous to the to our last podcast very excitingly um and this is a massive tangent i uh cancelled my amazon account uh, yes and you couldn't have done it in between the, this and the last episode because it was a an epic quest that possibly took more than two weeks uh it was tedious it actually turned out not to be too bad uh, it is impossible to do it without speaking to a, an actual human mm-hmm. person it's like uh trying to trying to reset janet she starts crying yes. look at my children I'm going to yes, Hamilton. It is, it is the the exact midpoint between trying to reset Janet and um, in the episode of Friends where Chandler and Chandler is trying to quit the gym. Yes. Um, so it's that yeah kind of vibe. Um, so I like googling how do I close my Amazon account because I wanted to not just like deactivate. I wanted to delete it. Not just click like delete it, get rid of it. Haven't used it since uh, like 2017. But there is no button to press. There's not even like an unsubscribe. Like you can't close it and then confirm via email and then you know wait a week. You have to speak to one of their bots. Well, it's not a bot. It's an actual person that you're having a conversation with, or you or they can ring you. And you're, I was like, no, no. I don't want you to have my phone number. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give this these people my name and address. Oh wait, they already have that. Um, I don't need you to telephone me in my own home to, for me to tell you to go away. So I, I, you can do web chat. So I did that. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was he was very helpful. And actually, it turned out to be not too much of a faff, given that it was more complicated than just pressing "I want to quit the Amazon account." So there's that. So anyway, back to luckily, uh, uh, your scruples don't stop you remaining logged into my Prime account, so we could watch what exactly? the film Troop Zero. Troop Zero. So we saw the trailer, and look, this is the thing. You know we love a scouting movie. Yeah. True Beverly Hills, Classic. Moonrise Kingdom, genius. Uh, Adam's Family Values, camping. Yeah, that, that, that definitely counts. I knew we wanted to see this. The premise is it's the late sixties, early seven. Anyway, s- space uh, race stuff. Yeah. It's so when, whenever it's it's about the golden record being made, kind of, and a ragtag bunch of children. Uh, wanting to go to the jamboree, basically, so they form a ragtag scout troop. So I'm just going to jump back in here. It's set in rural Georgia in 1977. It, that is the late 70s. Yeah. I have told you some lies. Yeah, so I was extremely intrigued because that is a great premise. Uh, also, let's just drop in the cast. It's got Alice and Janney in it. It's got Viola Davis in it. It's got tiny young Sabrina from the Dark Adventures of Sabrina, or whatever it's called. The little girl that plays young Kieran Shipka. Ah, uh, McKenna Grace. Yes, also she plays the little Tonya Harding in I, Tonya. <laughs> yes, she does. Where, which also has Alice and Janney in it. So I was extremely intrigued by this film, and then Jessica watched this film, and uh, I followed up with it, and now we're going to review it for you. Yes. Yes, we are. Um. So... Here's the thing, Jessica. I feel like I don't, don't really know how to go into it, but uh, uh, one of my one of my notes is, what's the point of this film? Uh, yeah, I see that. I see that. I like. I liked it. What does it add to the discourse? What does it add to the discourse? Okay, because it's not quite a wacky comedy about ragtag group of little birdie scouts. It doesn't have like a huge amount to say. It's got Alice and Janney and Viola Davis in it, but I feel like like what I get for this film and then it has the weirdest finale to any piece of cinema I've ever seen in my life <laughs> Jessica you said uh, to me you said there's a moment it's got one of the most um, I can't remember what the words I what, what word I used uh, one of the most unusual film sequences I think I've ever seen but I don't want to tell you what it is because it so, works so much better if you have absolutely zero idea of what you're about to all the way through, I was like, oh no, maybe, what What if it's this and I'm not reacting? And then when it happened, I was like, oh no, it's this. I was like, yeah, and I think I said, you'll know when you get there. And did I? Boy, howdy, did I? You know what it is? It's uh, it's not a Sunday afternoon film, but it might be a Sunday evening film. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's not. Okay, so it's Sunday afternoon film. Something that would be shown on ITV2 or Channel 5. Um, Back to the Futures. Say your small soldiers. Your 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 small no well yes except that small soldiers is Christmas small soldiers is specifically for the um the gap between Christmas and New Year. We have a lot of rules about when you can watch a film. It's also not like a family film, which mm-hmm. I think is often a thing for a Sunday afternoon. But a Sunday evening, I was like, well, I've done all my things, so I'm gonna watch. I actually watched it on a Sunday or a Monday afternoon, but that's not. I think I actually I think I watched it on a Saturday night. Very gentle. It's 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 slight. It's slight. It's it's 
light, but it's not flimsy. Yeah, I didn't. This comes across as me being like, I hated it. I didn't. I didn't hate it, but there was a point where I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I think basically, I thought the premise was going to be more like leaned into, but actually, that's not the plot of the film. The whole like we're right, forming yeah. Troop Zero, and they're called Troop Zero because Alice and Johnny doesn't think they're good enough, so she gives them a the number zero for their troop. And I was like, well, this is going to be an amazing... The whole plot is going to be building up to them doing this. And actually, that kind of isn't the plot of the film. Yeah, it has an, it has a Napoleon Dynamite kind of vibe to it, where mm. a lot happens, but ultimately not really anything Right, happens. there kind of isn't a plot. It's not a series of vignettes, but it's... It's not Avengers well, it's, quite, it's, it's It's... You know how kind of in life... Things just happen. Just amble along and things happen. Very history boys. It's just one one thing after thing another. After another. Um, also, the main character is called Christmas, which is never commented on. <laughs> no, I think we get the idea that her mother was maybe um, a bit of a hippie, or I can't work out if she believed in aliens or if she was telling. So her mother is dead before the action of the film. That's not a spoiler. Um, I'm I was never quite sure if if she really believed that there are aliens out there or if she's telling Christmas this to comfort her. And I think it's more of the latter, yeah. so that when she, because she knows that she's dying, Christmas will be able to look up at the stars and think that Mama's up there. Yeah, uh, I think that's kind of what it was. But that kind of, you know, leans into the she's she's a bit left field. There's a small gay child who's an absolute delight. You know what I really liked about that is the relationship between him and his father. His father doesn't have a very big part. But when he first appears, he's just... What is the boy's name again? I don't know any of the characters' names except Christmas. Brian, I've forgotten all of them. Um, yeah, that is weird, actually, because often people don't use each other's names as well. Like, the Christmas and her dad call each other boss, and everyone gets called by, like, a nickname or, like, a sweetie or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, Joseph is a little boy. Um, when you first see him, his dad is trying to desperately trying to teach him how to play football, and his big brother's sort of watching and being a bit like, "Oh God!" And um, and then every and you and you kind of think, "Oh, his dad's trying to make him sort of manly and toughen him up." And then actually, every other subsequent time you see see his dad, he clearly would like his his son to be better at football, but it's it's obviously in a more it, he would like him to be good at stuff. Yeah, he's can see that he's not very good at it, and he's trying to help him, but he's like completely accepting of his child and it's like it's very sweet yes but in a also in a not commented on Aesop kind of way it just it's nice he loves David Bowie of course it's the 70s they play David Bowie doy um, mm-hmm. and he comes at the end dressed full like slick back mullet thing real yep. height that child gets to his hair um, he's good I just feel like if you have Alice and Janney and Viola Davis in your film it felt like their roles I don't know. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it passed the time and I didn't dislike it. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was very sweet. Yeah. I would watch it again. Um, But that's maybe my fault for having different expectations. I was like, this right, is going to be yeah. wacky and, and these two amazing actors are here. Ah, I see. Yeah. And it was not wacky. It was offbeat I and think gentle. I was, yeah, I, was, I think I was more expecting offbeat and relatively gentle. So I, yeah, I think maybe I was more like more geared up for that because I'm I suspect maybe I enjoyed it slightly more than you did. Yeah, I didn't dislike it at all. Um, yeah, but it just perplexed me. I would have liked just for going back to like uh, narrative payoff. I would maybe have liked the uh, the Mean Girls to get more of a comeuppance. Yeah, but that's uh, but to, it didn't. It wasn't a. You're not sitting there thinking, ugh, they were like horrible to everyone and they've just like carried also, on also it's alice and Janney's part of like the she she's the leader of the like mean girl really successful troop but she's also yeah. not mean herself she t- when yeah. when they mess up like and that they're mean to the troop zero she yeah. she still says like you're all on thin ice she's she doesn't like let them be like well of course it couldn't have been my troop who did this and yeah that's true. uh and she's like i'm just trying to not set them up with expectations they won't fulfill so she's wrong but she's not unpleasant she's, yeah, not, she's not she's like yeah, exactly. penny pinkleton's mother no or that kind of, i feel like i've seen alice and Janney play that part several times of like mean yeah vintage i mean this is the thing this is this is really good hour and a half yeah i can't really complain about it Ticks. because it's an Every, hour yeah, and a half and what's the running time oh it's five don't, best film don't made. just like it's I, I, and i would be really interested i feel like it's probably you know, it 
premiered on Prime over here. It's not going to get a cinematic release. I can't imagine it's getting a very wide release in the States. Uh, so I feel it's something that might go unnoticed. It's just yeah. a thing I find or- wild that you can cast two Oscar winners in a film that might go unnoticed. Like, these two should be working constantly. Yeah, they should be in such true. high demand. Mind you, they both are leads on big network TV series. They're fine. I don't need to worry about them. <laughs> I think I think they're going to be okay. Um, yeah. So that's our review. Uh, I'm going to give it. Uh, how, it what 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 thumbs and fingers are you giving it? I'm giving it. Um, I'm giving it uh, one and a half uh, enthusiastic thumbs. I'm going to give it uh, uh, a like. It's, I'm not enthusiastic, but I'm enthusiastic. So I'm going to give it a enthusiastic I'm, finger, and, uh, thumb, and uh, ring finger. I'm. I've, I would like to change my. I'm going to give it two full, but just like, just you know, casual Sunday evening, every day, thumbs up. Crazy. What's your song? Uh, my song is another one that I play in the shop all the time. It's "Carrie" by Joni Mitchell from the album Blue, which I play. Oh, very nice. I play that full album several times a week. It's great. Um. Again, it's only like 40 minutes long, so seven hours a day to fill. Very tough, very tough. Um, maybe we can have a feature where I just talk about music from the shop. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's do some snacks. Chocolate brownies. Strawberry pocky. That's mine. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm trying to mix it up, because otherwise... I mean, I've eaten... I don't want to discuss how many bars of that chocolate I talked about last time I've eaten. Oh, I've wow. been ill. Okay, fine. Um, but I got some strawberry pocky from my friend Tara currently lives in Hong Kong, so has access to uh, Asian snack foods. Exciting confectioners. She brought me some strawberry pocky at Christmas, and it's a great weird snack, because it's kind of yogurty strawberry coating. Yeah. What's the what's the stick bit? Um, It's not Is a that... breadstick, but it's not really a biscuit. Oh, okay. So it's not like pretzely. No, no. Uh, the stick center of pocky is kind of a savory biscuit. Okay, okay. Uh, but it's very, like, if you snapped it, it would snap into multiple bits. I f- like, if you, both ends. Like like, like a um, a shortbread. <sighs> yeah, it's really crisp. Okay. Cool. Um, I can't describe it. You might have to Google it so other people can explain it. I bet there's a gourmet <laughs> makes Pocky. Oh, there must be. On Bon Appetit. Needle and thread. Needle and thread. Uh, so I'm only knitting one project at the moment. I mean, I've got loads of other projects available, but I'm only working on one because I'm uh, doing a commission for somebody, which is not something I normally do, but it's a friend and they're getting married. Um, and oh, very nice. she is wearing a 50s style suit, skirt suit, um, and the sleeves don't quite reach all the way down to her wrists. So I am knitting her a pattern called Lauren Bacall gloves, which are these gloves with gauntlets on them. Nice. Um, I've never made gloves before, but it's okay. I've knitted one left left glove is uh, I have got to the fingers. I have done one finger and most of one finger, so that will be finished. Ah, yes, I've just I've just googled it by Miriam Felton. Yeah, they're really cool. And she sent me the link and said, "Do you know anyone who would knit me these?" And I looked at them and I have the Joan Crawford gloves, favorited in my Ravelry. And I said, "Yeah, yeah. I would love to knit these." Um, and we've done. It's got the 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 gauntlet on them it's kind of in three things and we've done it all in like a yellow a gold yellow um drops alpaca and then the middle of the three gauntlets we've done an actual sparkly gold yarn oh nice uh yeah they're kind of uh, it's got like a layered uh chevron like a tiered uh gauntlet. yes so that's what i'm working on at the moment i haven't done any baking because i don't in this house apparently and mm-hmm. uh that's really the only project i finished um, well, I have made, uh, when I was ill last week, on the Sunday when it was um, Ill, Ill enough to be on the sofa, but well enough to enjoy it, I made a cafetiere cosy mm. <laughs> because uh, I'd made some, some proper coffee um, and those things just cool down really quickly. Mm. So I thought, I know I'm going to, so I feel like I've achieved something in the day. I'm going to make a cafetiere cosy and I have some um, rainbow uh, variegated yarn. So it's like self rainbowing. And it's the most simple pattern in that I didn't use a pattern. I just uh, crocheted a chain that was the height I wanted it to be. And then I just went back and forth um, until it was long enough to wrap all the way around the cafetiere. And then the last row uh, on the first stitch, uh, I linked in, I made a chain of like six uh, crochets and joined it back in. And then halfway along, I did the same again. And then on the last stitch, I did this, or the last crochet, I did the same again and then cast off. 
uh, so that uh, then I had three button loops and then I sewed the three buttons on it and now it wraps around. So one sits above the handle, one sits below the handle and one sits in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it stays up and uh, and I did the whole thing in one day and it was really pleasing because I got it done and then like I sewed the buttons on immediately and then I wove in my ends immediately and it was like, it's done. Um, so that's good. And I used it yesterday and it really does keep the coffee Yes, warm. I have a uh, quite thin glass teapot from Ikea because I have oh, yes, a lot yes, of yes. loose leaf teas and it has a little um, little mesh thing basket, basket absolutely in the top and it was four pounds so you know what's a girl to do um, so I've got that but that gets cold as soon as I look at it however I don't know how you'd keep it warm because it's not really got a top like the lip is it's not got a spout it's got a little lip so we there must be something we can we can do about that shortly um, whereas tea, tea cozies for spouts are much easier than lips. Definitely. Episode 124, spouts and lips. There we go. Spouts and lips. I also made, uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I made a uh, Victoria sponge cake. Yeah, Maybe I man, that, that was amazing. Week. No, I think you were going to go and make it, maybe. I was going to go and make it, yeah. So I made a Victoria sponge cake. I hadn't done any baking for ages. Like, I had to move the kitchen aid back across the kitchen. So, yeah, that was that was a good cake. And it had uh, like really like Wallace and Gromit esque jam in it because I used seedless mm. raspberry and it like set really beautifully. And it had very th- a very thick layer of buttercream, but only in the middle. So when you sliced it, it just got really pleasing yeah. crisp layers. Um, and then yesterday I made some chocolate brownies, which are from the Miss Cupcake book, which I've had for ages, but I've never I don't think I've ever actually made this recipe. But it made my kitchen smell like the shop, which was kind of oh, cool. Hello. Um, and they're really good what I was going to do um, and I might make another batch maybe next week to do this with I was going to try and make that coffee um, like whipped frosting that you sent me a video for last week yes it's just water sugar and coffee granules yeah Um, and then you just put them in the electric whisker for a few minutes and it like whisks up into an amazing like stable foam I didn't do it yesterday. I was like, oh, I'll make it now. And thought, well, there's no point because I need to let them cool down and it's a little bit later and then they stuck slightly as I took them out of the Mm. tin so um like they're fine but i'd sort of smush them smush the bottoms back together with a palette knife a bit so i might do them again um and get some parch because i didn't have any parchment paper was my problem so i just had to line just had to grease the roasting tin that i was using and hope for the best um but yeah they, they taste really good and i put uh walnuts in them yeah. and some chopped up chocolate um and it, they have actually managed to get a um uh like you know brownies get like a shiny top mm with a bit of Christmas I've actually managed to achieve that with these which is unusual for a vegan brownie so that's exciting that's very good um, they're a little bit oily so I might if I uh, and they're quite fudgy I want them to be a bit more cakey because I was going to do this frosting stuff and I didn't want it to be too much but uh, no, I'm going to do that next week so this time they can just be fudgy brownies and they're really delicious so I might tweak it slightly put a teensy bit more flour in and a teensy bit less oil um, just to kind of counteract that a bit um, yeah, but they they taste delicious, and the texture is very nice. Um, but yeah, maybe next week I'll, or whenever I'll try and get them to be like more solid, so that then I can frost them and it's more like a like a cohesive thing, mm. and it's got like the two different textures rather than being like fudgy and then with like frosting. That's too much. Um, so yeah, and uh, uh, speaking of Miss Cupcake, the shop is closing. What? Uh, yeah, uh, I think they cl- they close at the end of why? March. Um, because uh, the rent is very high. Oh. And um, you can now get vegan cake everywhere anywhere on the high street. Oh, yes. that's so um, sad. Yeah, it is. So, so is sad the business closing they totally? The... I'm not sure. Actually, gonna... I mm. don't. I think yeah. Or like I know that um, I read it on Instagram. Um, Melissa and Ms. Cupcake uh, had posted a uh, like they'd done you know just Instagram stories, and I think there's there'll be like a post on the grid as well saying, "Hey guys, we're closing." Um, and I think she's going to try and like finish writing the second cookbook. So I don't know if they're still doing like orders and stuff. But the impression I got was we're 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 closing we're closing up. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a shame. Um, but it's been it's been good times. No, she's going to finish her second cookbook. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, obviously, I don't. It's not like I'm I'm there all the time, but I live on the other side of London. Uh, they may pop up again, so watch this space. And uh, they've got ten years of recipes, so there might be a few books to come. So. I got a phone call yeah. from a like a at the shop, 
with someone and they they said who they were from and I thought they said babe station at first so I was extremely confused but it then turned out so then they said well let me sort of explain who we are we're bake station that's why I even let them get this far and they were like we do a whole range of like raw cakes and stuff and I was like I have to stop you there we're a haberdashery and she was like oh sorry what what I was like we sell we don't we don't sell cake and she was like oh okay but I thought they were babe station so I was really confused (laughs) Anyway, like, why are you telephoning? Yeah, and I was like, well, I would love to hear what you were going to try and sell me, Babe Station. Um, but actually, uh, it was cake, and I was like, well, this is confusing on two counts. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! I have not only started a new series on Netflix, I have also finished it. Oh, wow. Who even knew? Okay, it was only ten episodes, but uh, and it was my favourite format, which is elimination competition. Uh, was it an extension fashion? One day I watched two episodes and I was quite near the end and they emailed me overnight being like, don't forget to finish next in fashion. I was like, all right, <laughs> mate, bit keen. Um, bit keen. Uh, it's a, it's, it's like any of those project runway type things where it's designers making clothes for a runway show. It's hosted by Tan France of Queer Eye fame and Alexa Chung. And uh, it's really fun. The the format's a bit weird because they compete. The designers will compete in teams to start with as as pairs, right. but not all of them have known each other before. So it's quite clear the ones who have just been put together who don't. Ah, uh, yeah, he just yeah. don't work well together and have very different styles. Um, and a, that's yeah, that's that's interesting. A, if there are teams of people who usually work together, who obviously will have an advantage. Right. Um. But there's a one of the teams who haven't worked together before does really well. So it's not. Totally. Um. Yeah. Uh, but aside from, I would say the first elimination as well. All the eliminations are quite pleasant. Like as it goes on, as people get eliminated, and so you know they've been in it longer, and they have you know you think more of a shot of getting there. They're all like, yeah, yeah, no, I've had a great experience. I'm very happy to be going home now, which is so nice. Like yeah. they just talk, and they're just like, yeah, we're going. Yeah, I I feel like I'm the winner. I've had a great time. I was like, this is great. Apart from the first elimination, which is extremely annoying. Um. Oh, that's true. Uh, and also loads of them are like, so I've already dressed Beyonce. And you're like, why, why are you here? What? Why? Because there's a cat price. Um, but uh, yeah, and Tan and Alexa are extremely charming. I would kind of watch it for them alone. Um, uh, and also it's that kind of format of, it's basically Project Runway. Like, yeah. But they never leave the set. <laughs> because right, budgets, I'm assuming. Also, one of the designers at one point, um, she's like, okay, so uh, one of my favourite films is a scene called Moonrise Kingdom, and there's a scene where the two, where the scout and the girl run away, and they're in a tent that's shaped like this, and that tent shape has inspired this design, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you didn't just say I, oh, I love Moonrise Kingdom, and this is a scout uniform. You're talking about the tent. <laughs> so I loved that. Yeah, so that's next in fashion. It's on Netflix. Very good. Uh, I have uh, no Netflix recommendations that I can think of, although I did watch a very sweet French film the other day called Blind Date which was really enjoyable, about neighbours who talk to each other through the mm-hmm. wall. Um, but they don't actually live in the same building, so they don't know how to work out which one they're... How to... Yeah. So that was that was quite fun, but that's like a side note. Um, my new favourite uh, YouTube hobby is uh, watching uh, people hiking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like so much of it. Um, and uh, so the uh, Appalachian Trail season is beginning, so a whole new set of set of channels coming up. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, uh, my my so my recommendation there are a few but we can you know list them out for the next next while. Uh, the the first one and this is kind of how I found it is a channel called Homemade Wanderlust, uh, which is hosted by hosted or uh, run by a girl called well everyone has a trail name so she always introduces herself as Dixie or they found out that her name is actually Jessica. Um, uh, so yeah, so she hiked the Appalachian Trail and then she hiked the Pacific Crest Trail and then she hiked the Continental Divide Trail. Um, which is the the triple crown, which if if, if you do all three, um, and uh, she does very uh, like entertaining and kind of fun videos. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Watch other people have adventures from the comfort of your own living. Oh yeah, room. I don't want to go outside. No, thank you. I want to watch you talk about backpacks because it's basically you know you know the joy of a catalogue. Mm. It's just it's the next step up from that. Yeah. Oh, oh, and people tell you how much all of their stuff weighs. <laughs> and like how small they can fit because everything has to fit in the backpack and weigh as little as possible because you've got to carry it and then like your base weight has to be enough that you have to be little small enough that you can then add in like all your food and your consumables and like six liters of water if you're hiking through the desert and there's no water source for 20 miles great fun um my current new youtube i mean 
we, YouTube is my favorite television channel currently. Uh, oh, and absolutely. I showed you this one. Um, uh, she's exclusively a Sims video YouTube Sims tuber talking about the game. Yes, I yep, I, I watched it. I watched one of the those Sims. After, in fact, I might go and watch another one uh, after your recommendation. Her name is Plumbella, like Plumbob. Um, but she's actually called. She might also be called Jessica, and she's from she's from the north of England, and uh, <laughs> unspecified. No, she does specify where she's from, but she's it might be Sunderland. I can't remember, but she sounds. Uh, as you said she's yeah, the, but, yeah. she sounds like Ross Noble. She's like the mix up between Ross Noble and uh, Philomena, Philomena Kunk. Kunk. She's incredibly funny, and even though she's just talking about, and I like The Sims. That's where I found it was watching Sims videos on YouTube, like any thirty year old does. Um, I would happily watch her talk about anything. She's hilarious. One point she was talking about how the calendar works in The Sims and how she's talking about how we don't really have many major summer like event holidays in the UK the way that America has the 4th of July. And yeah. she's like, wait a minute. And then she's all green screened. And what came up behind her was her Google search for when did Margaret Thatcher die? Because she hates Tories. And this is just like this <laughs> low key thing that just like bumbles through. Is it she, how much she hates Tories? So obviously like I loved her anyway. And then she was like, sold. Like, no, I'm not a Tory. Um, and she's really funny and she's got pastel hair and she's called Plumbella. And uh, yeah, uh, she's great. Um, great. I've stuff. got one more recommendation. Do you, do you have any more? I might throw one in in a second. Okay. Uh, so it's the podcast one. Um, it's actually two, which is um, I'm loving a short form podcast because, uh, you know, it was me catching up on four years of Who Weekly, two episodes a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, can I just can I just jump in to ask a question? Yeah. Does short form mean it's a finite run? Yes. It's a mini It's a mini series. Okay, with you. Carry um, on. Carry so on. I mean, sometimes they'll have. Obviously, I need that just for just for the listeners at home who might not. Be they'll sure. have obviously, like a second series, but it will be like this series on like serial, but not cereal. I gave up on serial. Apparently, the third series is very good, but it sounded too much for Rosie's. Um, this oh, one, so I've just listened to that one, which is coming out weekly, and I have to wait for the episodes. <laughs> Nightmare. Unbelievable. Um, it's called We Crashed, and it's about the startup WeWork, which was uh, basically about. Um, freelancers renting offices but the uh they got like this hugely overvalued business thing so it's a bit like uh my other short form uh podcast the drop no this is the dropout uh sarah knows love me a scab my elizabeth holmes voice um so it's about uh it's called we crashed and it's about how uh the um the the ceo who kept loki comparing himself to jesus uh and also like smoking weed in the office uh, what, a, what a move um, so that one I'm really enjoying and also I finally listened to series 1 and are now on series 2 of The Dream and it's very infuriating because it's about multi-level marketing uh, scam, scam, uh, scams Okay. and so it's like like a Ponzi, like Ponzi scheme. schemes where it's like like okay, Lululemon cool. no not Lululemon Lululemon's a Ponzi no, scheme like LuLaRoe which is the one where you buy all the leggings and uh, Herbalife and the ones loads of them uh they're right, all scams. Yeah. They're all pi- pir- pyramid schemes as opposed to an actual Ponzi yeah pyramid scheme, scheme which is selling slightly basically. Different. Ponzi scheme is like a specific kind of pyramid scheme. Yeah, and then the second like... series is about wellness and and oh. that also being mainly like scams. I listened to um, uh, so stuff you should know podcast uh, a few years ago did a, an episode called How Ponzi Schemes Work. It was very interesting. The first episode of the Dream series one is about a thing called the. Um, the airplane game that was a pyramid scheme in the 80s but it got going by like I don't know the way it it's a really interesting description of it being like a very fun like a social party thing and then and then yeah. suddenly they're all like oh I've just realized what we're doing <laughs> it's a pyramid <laughs> scheme so uh yeah so those are my podcast recommendations but it's extremely annoying having to wait for the next episode of we crash to come out on wednesdays i think it will have possibly finished by the time this episode comes out because it'll come out in two weeks but um it's go back and listen to it it's also the episodes are really short so it's good you could really you could listen to it like in an afternoon nice pleasing but also go back and listen to the dropout and read bad blood because i'm obviously obsessed with (laughs) um yes that's those are my recs what an oddity. Cool. Well, I'm going to go and have some lunch mm. and uh, watch the end of uh, uh, a lady called Mary Mansfield hiking the PCT. Love it. 
uh, she's very enjoyable. She's English and um, just the most cheerful person. Is that her? Is that her? What's her track name? Track name. Her her trail name is Tinkerbell. So everyone just comes up with a name. This is like drag names for people who wear hiking you get, Yeah, you get given it by someone oh, else. Oh, God. And what if uh, they do it badly? Like Tinkerbell. You you are you are allowed to refuse your choice. You don't have... It's not just a, like a school ground. Yeah, you'd be like... Uh, no, but it's not like, 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 we're it's like you a playground fatty. name that sticks. It's not like Josie Grossy and you're stuck with it until you okay. go to college. But you're... Um, yeah, so you, people can say, oh, I think I might have thought of a trail name for you. What about this? And then you can say, mm, actually, I don't want... I'm not so keen on that one. You can you know, you say, okay, I'm, you this know, is my trail yeah, mother I... from the house of Tinkerbell. <laughs> yes. <Thank you. laughs> very Thanks. nice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's, she's uh, very enjoyable because she's like very cheerful, but in a, in a, a pleasant way, not an annoying way. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go and watch, I'm gonna go and watch uh, well, probably YouTube, but um, I'm going to eat uh, some of my many discount soups. They were more than Ooh, 50% off at Morrison's. The Covent Garden, oh, so I have stacked up. Covent Garden. Interesting. Well, I don't know how long the offer is going to be on, but no. Too God, late. I love Morrison's. It's just, it's like, it's the friendliest of, I don't know, like the vibe is just a friendly. Yeah, the produce isn't I mean, always great, like but the thing is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they play music in there, and like quite often I'll be walking along going, oh, it's this yeah. song. And I'll be like, so, you know, they have like a surprisingly good soundtrack for a a national chain of supermarkets and the lighting is not harsh it's not harsh I've noticed that in Morrison's the light they have they go for a golden light. I would like to go up north and visit and a not booths, too strong. Booths, mm. which everyone because I'm like mm. oh, the Morrison's is the best supermarket and then Northerners are like oh have you been to a booths I'm like no because I'm from London it's the capital <laughs> visit sometime and they say I'm here we're having this go anyway um, great great lighting maybe I'll pop to Morrison's I won't cool but I could Anyway, uh, Sunday. I like I like a Sunday off Sunday afternoon trip to the. Well, I didn't like a Sunday afternoon trip to the supermarket, but sometimes it's good. <sighs> no, but if you're you might planning get to do it, if you're but, not like, oh, I've, I've run out of, I've got no food. Like, I've got oh, to go I to need Morrison. to go now. Oh, they close at four. I've got to go now. Oh, but if no, you're like, me. okay, well, I've got my meal plan for the week. This is what I need. Pop out, absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. The only thing to watch out for is you don't want to go too late because the uh, they they obviously restock overnight on Sunday. And there's nothing left. So the produce section is a can. Not always can be a touch sparse. See also bread. Oh, um, um, two pint semi skimmed milk. That's the I struggle to sometimes get it. That's probably not not. I'm I'm unable to comment. True. Okay. Us anyway. On that rambling note, probably gonna go and eat soup. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the rest of this chocolate brownie that I started before podcasting. Then I realised that it's really horrible to uh, eat while you're recording. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm gonna have some pocky. I'm gonna have some pocky. Okay. Bye. You do that. Bye. Okay, this is a little bit home saying bye. <laughs> there are over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Oh My Greyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.